There is nothing wrong with your internet. Do not attempt to adjust your settings. We are controlling the podcast. We control the squealing and the screams. We can make your heart flutter, your eyes blur from tears, or sharpen your mind to crystal clarity. For the next hour, sit back. We are in control of what you hear. We repeat, there is nothing wrong with your settings. You are about to experience the awe and mystery known as the female mind. You are now entering the Fangirl Zone. Welcome to Sci-Fi Talk on the Fangirl Zone, a podcast where we discuss shows on the Sci-Fi Channel. I'm Steve. And I'm Sean Fangirl S. And tonight we'll be discussing episode three of season two of Van Helsing. You got some rating news for us, I see. Yes, I do. Episode three brought in a 0.13 in adults 18 to 49 with 0.488 million viewers, making it the 99th rated cable show for the day, which it held steady in adults 18 to 49 and actually climbed back up. Closer to that 0.5 million viewers. Nice. And we also have the Live Plus 7 Days. Episode 1 tied for 17th in viewers percentage gain, going from a 0.460 to 8.68 million viewers for an increase of 89%. Nice. Now, I know we've had a lot of playoff games happening. Yes. And so everybody in my local area... I think we were watching the Cubs game that night, so they got, had to catch up on uh, Live Plus 7. So, But see, it makes a difference. Yes, it does. So don't forget. There. And even if you're watching it like on demand later, still like throw something up on Twitter that you're you know, just, just uh, hey, catching up on Van Helsing or whatever, because they watch that stuff. Yes, they do. All right, let's jump into episode three. Oh, my God, the title. Are yeah. these all song titles this season? <laughs> Might be, because this is Love Bites. I'm not going to, you know, make you guys cringe and have me sing uh, Duff no. Leopard. Yeah. <laughs> Vanessa makes a horrific decision to save her daughter. Axel and a former ally struggle to survive in the wild. A group of juvenile delinquents come face to face with a sadistic vampire. Yeah. Well, first of all, I'm going to have to say I'm not too torn up about those juveniles. Uh, no. Not after what they, what we saw them do to no. one poor, uh, young gentleman who probably wasn't a real delinquent, but somehow got, uh, put in with them when yeah. the uh, rising occurred. Cause he seemed like a fairly responsible, nice young man, not, like uh, the rest of them. Yeah. Well, that's what you get, I guess. But anyway. So, we have the past. 1936, I think it was? Yeah, 35 or 36. And you go, wow, that's a long time ago. Right. It's like, so who are we going to see? We see Julius. And I thought it was interesting because he's at a hospital and, you know, talking to a nun. And, like, serious nun, like, you know, like the penguin out of Blues Brothers kind of nun. <laughs> yeah. And, you know, apparently his mom's sick and he hasn't been able to pay the bills. And he's told flat out, if you don't pay it by morning, she's going home with you. Right. Okay, so is she not really that sick? Because I feel like even back then, the hospitals weren't going to just turn you out. Well, I'm not really 
a hundred percent sure that it was a quote unquote hospital. I kind of got the feeling that this was kind of a more of a, a church run. Um, what's, how do you want to call it? Um, like hospice almost? Or? Yeah, almost a hospice. Okay. But you still got to pay your bills. Otherwise you get to do it. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, obviously. Julius is upset. He's like, you're going to kill her. And he's like, I'm going to do what I have to do, Mama. Do whatever I have to do. Well, apparently, he's a boxer. And he decides to throw a fight. And it was a really bad throwing of a fight. Oh, yeah. He got just pulverized. But, I mean, at one point, he's just standing there like, come on, hit me. Come on, fake it at least. (laughs) Well, at first, he really was kind of fighting back a little bit. But, yeah, like you said, towards the end of it, He's just on the ropes, just standing there with his arms down, just taking punch after punch after punch. Yeah, uh, that was bad. That was, like, so bad. And, you know, obviously at the end, he's outside then, and he's like, all right, pay me. And uh, whatever fine, upstanding gentleman wanted him to throw the fight, he's like, oh, yeah, yeah, I'll pay you. And he stabs him. Right. I was like, really? Really? Of course. It's gangsters in the 30s. Horrible. Nobody's honest. And as he lays there bleeding out, here comes Dimitri. And he's, like, going on and on about, oh, you're such a good boxer, and I can use muscle, and da da And, of course, you know, Julius is just like, save me, because he doesn't know what the hell's going on, except that he's bleeding out. Right. And Dimitri, it's like, would you quit with the soliloquy? <laughs> Either bite him or walk away, something, Jesus. Right. Well, Julius doesn't even know who he is. Mm-hmm. So, you know, yeah, he's just wanting anybody to help him and dimitri is was so impressed with his ability to take punishment that he decides yeah i can use someone like you and turns him and then we see him walking into the hospital and i'm assuming he's just gonna like pay like a ton of money and then walk away from his mother right but not so much no 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 he has the cure-all for what's ailing his mama. So he bites her, and we see her fly out of bed and take out one of the nurses. Uh, the nun, Mother Superior. Oh, yes, that's right, it was Mother Superior. Now, looking at her face, was that the same person that we seen last season that was in the tent? Yes. Okay, that was, so Julius's mom was still alive then. Well, yeah, until um, last season, <laughs> Sam uh, got a hold of her. Okay. See, I wasn't sure. Yeah, yeah. Julius didn't have anything left now because his mama's not around. Mm, okay. Well, Flesh is talking to Muhammad. But they finally get him to the camp, and they're right. they're trying to help him. And he's like, his wounds infected. What are we gonna do? Because there's no antibiotics. Oh, great. Well, they're also told, well, everybody has to donate blood, and Flesh, Flesh is, of course, is freaking out. And Muhammad's yes, like, really is. shut your mouth. Yeah. Cannot tell anyone about you being a former vampire. But don't let them give me your blood. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> and he's able to kind of keep up the dodge until Lucky's like, why? Why aren't you doing this? Don't be a baby. Yeah. Don't be a wuss. Yeah. And... So he's like, listen, I got to tell you something. So he, he confesses. Yes. And that was probably not the best idea. Maybe you should have listened to Muhammad, huh? Yeah, I think so, because Lucky 
goes to Jolene asking for advice and, of course, tells Flesh's story to her and Jolene goes to the headman and reports it and they immediately lock him up. Oh, yeah. And, you know, she goes to see Flesh, who is all locked up and, like, tied up. And he's like, you need to go to Denver. And she's like, what do you mean I need to know? I need to go. And he's like, I'm not getting out of here. And, like, it finally dawns on Lucky, like, what is going on? Like, oh, shit. Yeah, I just condemned him pretty much to death. Right. Which, even though he's not a vampire, I mean, I can get the fact that they're freaked out. But, like, there's a cure. Like, he's trying to make sure you guys know there's a cure for this. Right. And that's one of the... um Interesting storylines, I believe, going forward is how the, um, how they are able to treat people that Vanessa cures of being a vampire. Mm-hmm. And Vanessa herself, because so far they haven't met Vanessa. Right. So they don't know. know. That she can bring people back. So it's, it's going to be real curious to see, you know, we start developing a class system almost like the vi- vampires have. With the humans, because you have the vampires, the ferals, and the feeders. Mm-hmm. And on the human side, you're going to have Vanessa, humans, and then con- converted vampires. Kind of go, okay, well, I wonder if everybody's going to get along. Well, obviously, we know that all the converts aren't exactly happy. No. Especially if they've been, like, deep into the vampire hierarchy. Right. But at the same time, then we see people like Julius, and he's, like, super happy about it. He's like, I'm not one of them. I'm free. Yes. So, I don't know. It's going to be weird. Yeah, it really is. I'm looking forward to seeing how this plays out, because I think this is going to be a a real fantastic, um, almost an experiment on human nature and prejudices. Mm -hmm. Because I think we're going to see a whole lot of that coming up. Well, we got some other weird stuff happening. Yeah. So we've seen that juvenile detention center, like you said. And are these kids good? Are they bad? We don't know what's really going on. Or did they just kind of find this place and they're safe there? Well, all of a sudden they're punishing a kid who apparently wasn't able to take out, as they called, an easy feral. Right. Which, if you haven't taken any out, isn't really easy. No, you're killing something. Right. Some people are not hunters. And don't, you know, and say, oh, no problem. I can kill something. Right. Some people just aren't wired that way. Right. I know, it's kill or be killed, but still. Right. Yeah, so they give him lashes, which I was cringing. Oh, absolutely. Because it wasn't even on his back, like... And it w- it looked to be like a cat of nine tails that they made out of who knows what. But they have right. him hold his arms out in front of him. Yeah. And they give him ten lashes. And I was like, oh, God. Like, I was cringing. There's blood. Like, a lot of blood. Yeah. And. Yeah, it kind of looked like there could there could have been even some barbed wire in that, in that what he was getting hit with. See, I was thinking it was just knots, like a cat of nine tails. Right. Okay. But who knows? I mean, they didn't show up close, thankfully. Yeah. (laughs) It was bad enough seeing that, you know, kind of artistic view of it. Right. But, oh, that happened, and the poor kid is, like, laying there, obviously not bleeding out, but still bleeding, because not like they tended to his wounds. 
Right. As the group of delinquents walk away and walking in the building, kind of like laughing about things. And next thing we know, somebody opened. Somebody who had his face all covered, too. Right. We had the, the, the mass forest ninja shows up. That threw me off. So do we think that this was who saved Muhammad before then? Yes. But that doesn't make any sense because he wanted to kill Muhammad. So this is why I'm like, I don't know. It was confusing. But it's Sam of all people. Of course. And, well, he's like kind of walking slow, doing like that Michael Myers. Yes. Chasing the kids in the school, school detention center, whatever. And like they're trying to shoot at him. He just keeps coming. And the big bad kids send two that were wearing juvenile like sweatshirts, which I'm guessing are like the new kids. Right. To check to see if he's dead. I'm like, oh, yeah, real big badass, aren't you? Yeah, yeah. The leaders are not going to lead by example. Mm-hmm. Well, those kids didn't make it. No. And basically, he's terrorized them. He kills a bunch, and he manages to lead them, which it was weird. Like, so how long was he actually in this place? Because he leads them into a trap. Right. And then he goes to find the kid who was, like, punished. And... As, you know, he's talking to him, and I didn't understand all of this. Not exactly, right. because he draws the Nirvana symbol from Muhammad's shirt on this kid's yes. T-shirt with blood, which, okay, that's not creepy. No, but that's that's his way of signifying their friends. Uh-huh. And, you yeah, know, he... Basically, Felix becomes the new Muhammad for Sam. Uh-huh. He's talking to him. He's like, oh, you'll learn how to do this. and And he sees, like... And asks him what's up with his arms. And then he, like, looks at the rest, like, his back, and he sees apparently he was punished before. Right. And so I don't know if it's the whole victim mentality at this point, that Felix is okay with being used to give Sam whatever he wants because Sam didn't kill him. Right. Because he lures, you know, somebody out. Because they're like, open the door, open the door. Which, I'm sorry, at that point... I probably would have done the same thing. It's like, you just gave me lashes. I'm still freaking bleeding here. Right. After I flip them off, I'd be like, okay, which one of you guys want to die? One of you dies, the rest of you live. Choose. Yeah. And of course, the big badass out of the group comes running out after he's like swearing at Felix. Right. And while Sam grabs him, you know what? Sorry. There's certain shows there's always somebody you're like could happen to a nicer guy yeah (laughs) and this one was one of them yeah not really sad about it so he's all strung up and yeah sam's like oh i have to feed so he kind of he kind of stabs him but not really yeah and then he makes felix do it but that kid you know what had he shut up or like tried to reason or something right but apologized but no, no, he had to be Billy Badass. Yep, and so all he that. goes to town and makes him a human pincushion. Yeah, because all that anger and fear and frustration was coming out. Yep. And he stabbed, 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 stabby, stabby, stabby. And we see Sam just go lie underneath him and waller in the blood. Yeah, that was kind of messed up, but... Yeah. Just I mean... Maybe you shouldn't have been a jackass. And then Felix would have, like, I don't know, felt bad, done something else, thought anything. Right. 
But no, no, you wanted to be Joe Jerkoff, so that's your own fault. Yes, now, Julius wants redemption. What? Right. First he thanks her, and now he wants redemption? Yeah, I'm kind of confused. Well, I think his true human qualities are coming back. I think he was, he really was a nice, honest human. He was taking care of his mom. He was big, so it was easy for him to be a boxer. Mm -hmm. I really think he was, you know, trying to do right. It just, sometimes boxers don't make a lot of money and don't work all the time. Yeah, that's true. So, and his way of wanting to thank her is to try to help. Especially when he's like, you don't want to try to kill somebody for your daughter. I've done that. So I'm like, what is he trying to say, though? Is he trying to say that he'll kill Dylan for her? Or he'll kill people for Dylan? I think he was actually offering to find Dylan food. Okay. Because he even offered to feed Dylan. Right. And he, he, that was the first thing was he goes, here, have have at it. Which that and didn't work out so well. She takes a bite and goes, oh, <laughs> you don't taste good. No, he's like, he tastes like a rat. It's like, what? So I'm guessing that's not something you can live off of then? Not a bunch of animal blood? I don't know. Right. Well, there, there's something when Vanessa bites somebody that it makes the blood... Taste weird. ...distasteful for the vampire. Right. And they can never be changed then. Right. But we still don't know about Muhammad. No. Because she bit him beforehand. But that means we don't know about the guy that she had sex with either that she bit. Right. Hmm. Because I thought the whole point was, okay, now you're, like, not infectable. Is right. Is that the word? <laughs> it could be. I mean, yeah, and, and we still don't know. I mean, we know that Julius says that he tried to convert Doc again, and... That she tasted the same way, and she wasn't able to be turned. Right. So, hmm, what does this mean? Well, it means that Vanessa needs to find somebody else. Right. Fresh blood. Yes. Oh, man. So, there's a guy fixing his van, and she grabs him, and she's like, I won't kill you, I won't bleed you out. And he's like, that's a vampire! (laughs) She's like, that's my daughter. And, you know, she tries with the, are you a parent? And he's like, no. And she's like, just, yeah, it it won't be bad. I will make sure you're not a vampire. Trust me. And really? You think this is going to go well? Right. <laughs> and it doesn't. Of course not. So he shoots Dylan, and Vanessa's pissed and slits his throat. It's like, wow. Yeah. I get it, but at the same time, come on. You just grabbed this guy, and you were going to literally feed him to your kid. Right. And you don't think he was going to freak out and try to, like, fight back? Well, then she just throws the the guy to Dylan then, and Dylan's going to town. The guy's dead now. Yes. And And she watches Dylan just devouring him, and then hears children calling for the father. Right. And you see her face just drop. It's horrible enough to see your child do that to somebody, but then to find out that that was... A man who had children, oh, that just rips your heart right out. I'm thinking these kids, like, really should have learned to be quiet, too. I mean, after yelling a couple times, like, maybe be quiet, because if he's not answering and there's vampires, they're coming to eat you. Yes. But... 
Unfortunately, Julius had been tracking them and caught up with them, and Vanessa tells him to help the kids, and he just trots right off to go do it. And when he comes back, he's like, yeah, I found I found some people who were going to a, a camp, so right. I, I sent the kids with them. It's like, mm, did you or did you kill them? Because, you know, here's me being super skeptical. Right. But... You know, Dylan didn't get enough to heal the gunshot wound, which is surprising because she ate a whole guy. (laughs) Yep. And Vanessa's like, all right, we have to try. We have to try. I have to try to heal you. And Dylan's freaking out and Vanessa's freaking out. And Julius is like, "Eh, go ahead, try it. Yeah, he didn't know what the doc did to Dylan either. So you got to try and do anything you can to try to save your child. It seemed to work. Yeah. But I'm like, she still had a gunshot wound. If she wasn't going to survive as a vamp, mm, question mark, but whatever. Yeah. (laughs) So, yeah, she's a human, and she's hugging her mom. She's happy, and they're having, like, a snowball fight. Right. And you you think, wow. how? Yeah, I was not expecting a resolution to Dylan this quick. Right. I have to agree completely there. But, you know, she's watching the sunrise, and she's all happy, and suddenly she starts screaming. And, like, she's burning. I'm like, what the hell is happening? Right. So Vanessa runs to her, and she, like, burns up, turns into ash, and, like, blows away. And then Vanessa's screaming, and then they start flashing to everybody that she has changed back to human. Right. And I'm like, oh, my God, is it going to happen to everybody? Yeah. Because they all kind of, like doubled over yeah that 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 scream hurt them and then i was like okay is this real is this like a dream but then all of a sudden we see this weird mummy like thing that (laughs) opens its eyes when she's doing this like guttural scream yes so what is that what is happening and are all these people somehow connected to vanessa like on a cellular level then it sure seems that way, because they everybody that she has changed felt her pain in that moment. But we don't see Muhammad. We don't see the guy from season one. Right. So it is strictly the ones that were vampires. Right. So I want to know what that mummy-like person is supposed to be, and why yeah. that person kind of opened up their eyes. Yeah, I think this was um, the awakening of something that is much worse than what she has had to deal with so far. See, I was like, I wonder if it's somehow like her bloodline, like she doesn't, like their bloodline doesn't die off. It kind of hibernates and that whatever that was, was like a Van Helsing from way back or something. (laughs) I don't know. Yeah, it, it's very possible it could be something like that as well. Yeah. And uh, if anybody wants to know, yeah, Doc and Axel are still on the road. They're yeah. not exactly singing, you know, Muppet songs. But yeah. it was weird because at the end, though, for those two, Axel's like kind of starting to burn up in the sun because the cloud cover is lessening. Right. And he goes to grab something and, and you know, Doc's like, what are you doing? And he like throws what looked like... Almost like railroad ties at her. Right. And he's like, pick those up. I'm like, what the hell? What's that yeah. supposed to be? So I didn't, I did not understand what the heck that was supposed to be and why he was giving that to her. Right. I don't know either. Maybe in case he loses it, which 
I don't think he will because he hadn't so far, and he was with Callie all the time. No, he doesn't like Doc, though. Yeah, that's true. That's true. I guess we'll find out. Yes. So what do you guys think? We want to know your thoughts on all of this. So shoot us an email at sci-fi talk at fangirlzone.com. Check out the website, fangirlzone.com. All our contact pages are there. So Twitter, email, Steve and I's email. Jess has an email now. You can send her fanfic. All right. Jess is our fanfic person. So, and I say this with much love because Jessica is going to be, for the next two months, she's having a baby in just a few days. So she will be with baby and kind of bored. (laughs) And I don't mean like bored because the baby's not doing stuff, but she's not going to have our daily, like, TV show t- contact that we do. So give her some fanfic. I want to know what the heck you guys are talking about. And then Jess will, if you want, either record it and put it up here or talk a little bit about it. Cause, uh, we're going to have tales from the bedside basically as I go over to, to see her through her, her time recovering from baby number two. Yes. But give her fanfic guys. Trust me. She like reads the hell out of fanfic that we keep getting sent to us and if you want her to share it or write a little synopsis or just put a link to it then we will do that but we will not put anything out that you guys are not totally cool with sharing with the world all right so don't forget to rate and review us on itunes and any other podcatcher which thank you guys for listening because we're finally getting like all of our stats because i've had stuff everywhere and um, trying to add everything up, it's like, wow, you guys are listening to us. Thank you so much. Yes. And, uh, of course, ratings and reviews help other fans of these kind of shows find us. And we still we want you to talk to us and tell us what you think of the show and of the other shows that are coming on Sci-Fi. Because there's some that I got a big question mark. You guys have got to know. I got <laughs> that big question mark on my face. So let us know how you feel about the upcoming shows. Tweet with Steve, because I'm not able to tweet Van Helsing. He's either on FGC Podcast or Sell Your Steve. But again, you can find that all at the website. So, after all that long-windedness for this episode of Sci-Fi Talk, I am Sean Fangirlass. And I'm Steve. Do not underestimate the cost of being a monster. And until next time.